the children of the Force. Welcome to episode 71 of Children of the Force, a podcast about Star Wars by one adult and his two kids. I'm Al Nowatsky, the adult. I'm Anna, and I'm Ted. I'm Leo, and I'm eight. And uh, we're back. We took a week off, and uh, it feels like we took a month off. Doesn't it? I, it feels like a month since we've been sitting on this bed. <laughs> I think it does, too. It does. So weird. So, uh, yeah, wow. But But we're back. And uh, my voice is bad again. I had like a week of good voice, and that's the week we didn't record. <laughs> uh, wow. The week that I wasn't feeling Why? sick is the week we didn't record. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, honestly, we just, uh, I, we had stuff. It You know, it's spring, and there was stuff to do around the house, and uh, just spring cleaning, and I just had some stuff like for the podcast that I just, like emails that I'd been meaning to send. I didn't send, I mean, I, I didn't even get to all those um, but, uh, yeah, so here we are, we're back and, uh, you know, we hope you, you, you had something to listen to in that week that we were gone. I'm sure you did, but yeah, so now, uh, here we are and, and let's uh, talk about some of the Star Warsy stuff that we went up to. Uh, so last episode I talked about the, the Bechdel test about, you know, uh-huh. does a film pass the test if, Where uh, two women, two women are, are on screen talking uh, two and actually, you know, I forgot. It's two uh, named women. They have to have names, uh, and they're talking about something other than a man or a male character. So, um, and and we had talked about what you know what Star Wars movies passed this test and which ones didn't. And I had thought that I thought that uh, the Phantom, I thought Attack of the Clones didn't, but it did. I can't remember. I think I was a little bit wrong. Anyway, in the prequels, The Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones both pass. Kind of barely, but they do. Uh, And then... Oh, I knew I should have put that in there when I was looking this up. Um, The Handmaidens talk with Padme about something other than... Oh, right! I remember that now. Wait, but they're not named, are they? Yeah. Uh, Dorme, I think, is one who is named in the the movie, I think. Anyway, um, in Attack of the Clones, we have Padme and, uh, um, ooh, I can't remember her name, that her decoy are talking as her decoy dies. And she says she's sorry that she didn't, that she failed. And Padme's like, no, you didn't. You didn't fail. Oh, at the very beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, I mean, those are, so, so this is the thing, you know, it's not a perfect test. It doesn't really tell us whether or not the film is, you know, uh, a, a good movie as far as gender representation goes, right? Right. But it's like the bare minimum. The absolute least a movie should ever have is this test, right? right? So, or it should be able to pass this test. Yeah. Um, I just saw, and I, I'll put the link up on the uh, on the website, uh, childrenoftheforce.com. I just saw this uh, graphical representation of of films and how many lines are spoken in each film and how many lines are spoken by men and women. And, uh, they kind of go through like all the Disney movies and all of, you know, some other movies. It's depressing. It is, it's so sad, uh, how, how, you know, weighted toward men and male characters it is. And then they even talk about age, like what's the age of the person talking. And with men, it's like, 
you know, uh, men like uh, 20 or 30 years and older, that like most of the lines said by male characters is said by, you know, people of that age, you know, like people my age and older. And most of the lines said by, by women or by female characters are all, you know, like the 20 year old ages, right? So like there's way less, uh, you know, older women in movies. Wow. It's always young women and older men. You know, it's, it's a problem. Wow. It's a big problem. Movies can do so much better. And, you know, I think they're getting better, but wow, they have a long ways to go. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So I just wanted to kind of correct myself. The Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones both pass the Bechdel test. Revenge of the Sith would have if they didn't cut the scenes uh, with Mon Mothma, where Padme is actually doing something other than, you know, wringing her hands together and worrying about Anakin and being pregnant. Which is all they left in there. <laughs> not, yeah, not good. Um, so it could have been better in that regard, uh, for sure. Yeah. So also Star Warsy stuff. Uh, Force Arena still has its hooks in us, Liam. What do you mean? You hooks? and I. It mean like it hasn't. It 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 clawed us and it grabbed us and it hasn't let go yet. Uh, <laughs> did we ever talk about that? I was actually on Force Arena now. I think we did. That you are playing and that you're in in the... My name's uh, Liam1138 and I'm in the Johto cast. <laughs> that is right. You're in the Johto cast uh, so with me in that guild. Actually, I mm. played against Nick once, I think. That's right. Nick from London, yeah. who is uh, Nick, our, our friend Nick. NB12 something, 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 I think. Yeah, yeah uh, something like that. NB, yeah, something... Uh, 2187, I believe. And uh, then my so, friend, actually the neighbor we've happened on the show before. Yep. Um, his name's Toby. Um, he's on there too, actually. Yeah. Yeah, uh, right. It's, it's fun. A lot of people like that game. Yeah, it's kind of cool because he's moving away. I mean, he lives like right next door to us and, and unfortunately they're moving at the end of this week. Uh, still in, in the same city as us, but you know, they won't be right there, but, but you can still, still play you'll still play online with them, which is Wait, kind of fun. You you'll have that connection. Talk on Force Arena? Well, you can chat back and forth, but you know, you could also just FaceTime them or text them with my phone. I mean, that's, you know, I think I'd rather you communicate that way because Force Arena is for Force Arena. It's not for just communicating. Oh, right. right? And then <laughs> you can text them like, you want to play a friendly match with me? Sure, exactly. And a non-Star Wars-y thing. Mm-hmm. Um, this is also with friends that yep. are moving away. Okay. My friend that moved away. Yeah. And I don't know if you're listening to this, but if you are, just know I'm really excited to see you this weekend. <laughs> yes, you, yes, we're going down to Missouri. I'm you so and I, and happy. Driving you, driving you halfway, and they're picking you up, and you get to spend Mommy. a weekend away. Yay! Mommy, stay home. Yes, you'll stay home. And, and, or you and, and us. And Anna, while you are, Anna, while you're away, Liam and I will be, hopefully, if all goes well, I'm going to cross my fingers, recording an episode with Nick about Force Arena. And I thought it'd be okay if you weren't there for that. That's because, fine. Because you don't play it. That's fine. So, I don't play uh, it. Can't wait to geek out with Nick about Force Arena uh, next week. It's going to be pretty fun. Uh, Liam, you're rereading the Vader series. I checked all of them out from the library uh, again. And you are reading those again on your own instead of with me, which is pretty cool. Do you Do you prefer reading comics on your own now? Instead yeah. of like me reading them to you, yeah, because yeah, it's it's kind of nice that it's all in your head and you know who's talking and, 
it's it's it was such a happy day for me the first time you started reading a comic and on your own and yeah because he used to ask us like if we're reading comic books he used to ask us to point to who's talking i have to point talking. to who's talking exactly i mean and, and i should say it's been a while since you started yeah. reading you know like at least a year and a half probably since you uh you know read your first comic book on your own but but still it's it's uh actually probably almost two years now uh well a year and a half but yeah it's it's uh it's great Love comics, and uh, you know also I love graphic novels. Graphic novels. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, you've kind of gotten into Raina maybe. Raina um, I've read mm. all of her books, and sure. Liam is and, and Liam's reading them too, because sure. they are so good. They're oh, graphic they're novels. Awesome. They're pretty thick. Uh huh. Actually, and I'm reading Smile at School too. Oh, you, you are. Cool. Smile. Yeah. So these are these are like uh, almost like literary fiction smile, graphic novels. So they're sisters, not comic. Drama, they're not like goats. They're not like superhero comics or something no. like that. They're they're just stories about like kids in school. Daily life. Daily life. Yeah. 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 They're so they're really good. Yeah. I mean, it's it's good to broaden your horizons and read different things. And that's Raina Telgemeier. Is that right? Raina. I don't know. Yeah. It might anyway, be that's Telgemeier, sure, Raina Telgemeier, sure, 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 sure. I have no idea. So the the books are Smile and Ghosts and Sisters and Babysitters uh, Club and Drama. Uh, drama and, and there's a Babysitters girls. Club. Oh, uh, Roller Girls, right? So, Roller Girls is not. Oh, it's not her. No. Okay. But anyway, it's similar. but if, no, it's if not. you know, if you're if you're looking, if you're a, a child or a young, even a teenager, I think these books actually, I I enjoyed a drama. I read that one. Uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty good. good. Um, you know, this is a good series of books that maybe maybe you'd like. I think it's aimed more toward girls, but oh, some, sure. but Liam loved it, so yeah. yeah. And also maybe aim toward like, you know, like 10 to 15 year olds yeah. probably are the target audience. But I think depending on your maturity level, you know, like Liam, you liked him. So, yeah. So, uh, Anna, are you going to be reading that Vader series? I know you wanted to. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna. Cool. Great. Um, so last Star Wars thing, I organized a raffle basket again this year for the annual fun fair at your school. And for the third year in a row, it was a Star Wars basket, of course. Uh, so that was fun. We didn't win it, even though we put tickets in it. But I uh, put five of mine. He put three of his, <laughs> and Anna put two, so yeah. that equaled five. Yeah. We should have uh, put more in there. <laughs> oh, well. Uh, but yeah, so what did they have ten. in there? Lightsaber, Darth Vader mask, uh, the Star Wars encyclopedia... And some trading cards and the uh, Chirrut's uh, Lego, that really cool like character Lego thing. What do also, they call those? Also, there's a, like another one, a um, like a family night thing, like a family fun oh. night thing. Yeah, the, the raffle. And I basket. really wanted to get it, but we didn't. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it had so much fun things in it that all right. of us family could do together. Right. right. But well, we didn't you know, get it. but it was for a good cause. We, you know, gave money to your school. So actually, you know, we have some more celebration stuff to talk about. Of course. Uh, today, but before we do that, we're gonna do the news and the canon news first. Hey, before we get to the regular news, uh, we just recorded this really quick thing uh, this morning, Wednesday. Um, the rest of the podcast was recorded on Monday, but the new Vanity Fair thing came out, so we got to talk about that a little bit, and we're just going to talk about it a little bit right now. So here's a, a little extra. All right, so Vanity Fair just dropped some photos this morning on Wednesday morning. We recorded uh, our podcast on Monday, of course. So we're going to look at these photos really quick, and uh, ooh, look at Luke and Ray. 
They're just standing yeah. side by so, side. So, so, so these are you know production stills or or just kind of photos by Annie Leibovitz, who is the Vanity Fair, you know, uh, photographer who takes these Star Wars photos, right? Um, the Star Wars photos from Vanity Fair last time were by her also, and even during the prequels. Oh, this nice action shot of Rey. That is so cool. It kind of looks like the thing that we saw in the trailer, right? A little bit yeah. of her running. Maybe it's sort of a similar location. Her running with her lightsaber. Pretty awesome. Uh, uh, oh, look at that. Chewie and Ray and the Falcon. Oh. It's supposed to be Han sitting there. That's adorable, though. But it is adorable. It is um, adorable. I love that picture. Oh. And, of course, there's going to be information in this story. I haven't even read it yet. Look at Leia. Oh. Look at that awesome outfit. And our she looks like very mysterious in that picture. Oh, mysterious. Like Finn. Finn is. And not no, I mean Poe. Poe. Poe, yeah. He, what about him? His, his face. face. Oh, like he's his wearing makeup or something. Oh, you think? Well, you know, he might be actually for these photos. Uh, maybe he put a little too much makeup. <laughs> maybe he does he look looks a little very tired. creepy. He looks a little tired. A little creepy. <laughs> and he got a new hairstyle. And Finn is still wearing the jacket. the jacket. And he's alive and upright. He's alive and upright. He looks a little little more Han-like with his outfit there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we see Rose. Awesome. Yay! Nice, nice, uh, nice image of Rose there. She's part of the main cast, it looks like, right? According to this photo. So, pretty cool. Oh, it's like a fancy version of the Maz Kanata castle picture. Wait, that's in Star Wars? <laughs> well, that's this be is in Star Wars. Yeah, can I mean, name them? Uh, we can name them maybe. Maybe I our can next name episode. Yeah. You're gonna name him. what's the what's the big tall guy? Uh, Mr. Fancy Horns. <laughs> Mr. Fancy Horns. I was saying, name, I thought he'd be like horsey. I'm gonna name her. <laughs> oh, just this uh, this woman with kind of like a black cone hairdo. Yeah, what's her name? Actually, I don't think that's a black coat. Oh, yes, it is. I'm going to name her Sparkly Necklace. Honestly, you guys got to get to school and we got more photos. What? One more. more. Hurry up. I'm going to name her. Who? This this old woman with the hairdo, kind of loop hairdo thing? Yeah. Penelope Doodle. Penelope Doodle. All right. Um, Oh, here's another shot of of this same, like, looks like they're in, like, a... Like a fancy, at a fancy event or something, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe a wedding or a funeral or something like that. Hey everyone, Al interjecting on my interjection there. Uh, yeah, when we were looking through these photos, we were in a really big rush uh, because the kids had to get on the bus. Um, I didn't even have time to read the captions on these photos, <laughs> obviously. Uh, so uh, the setting of this uh, of these photos of these people in all these fancy clothes is not a funeral or a wedding, uh, but it is at the Canto Bite Casino. So it's a casino in the city of Canto Bite. Uh, so these are people who are in a casino. So I should have read the captions to those photos and I didn't, but uh, now we know Canto Bite. All right. Well, back to my uh, interjection. We'll, we'll level, we'll go one level back through the inception and uh and go back to my 
original interjection. Yeah. Wow. Those are some... Wow. <laughs> That's yeah. like nothing we've ever seen in Star Wars. And then... Yeah, I know. And we got... There's a little... Gosh! Random person. There's a random person sitting on the floor. Uh, Michael Kaplan, the costume designer. Yeah, there was uh, also this guy in the, the photo above uh, with the big horse face guy. Daddy, Neil Scanlon. Oh, yeah, let's keep pictures. looking. Let's keep looking. We don't have time. You guys got to get to school. <gasps> oh, oh sweet. Daniels, awesome. Ooh, black and white image. Oh, Luke and Leia. Luke and, oh, Luke and Leia. Are they going to be? Oh, they have to meet, right? They, they have, have to be to together they in this movie. Oh, my gosh. Leia's little puppy. See, look. Oh, I think that's Luke's puppy, actually. Are you sure? Yeah, I think it is. Oh, it's adorable. Oh, there's Leia's there. Yeah, they there's Gary. A yeah. New spaceship. Uh, new spaceship. Maybe, Liam. Maybe yeah. Look, could be. Oh, there's still more. Um, oh. Leia. Oh. Carrie Fisher and Billy Lord. Oh my gosh, that's adorable. Billy Lord? <sighs> her daughter, daughter. Leia's daughter. Yeah. Oh, that's Leia's daughter? Yeah. yeah. Oh. 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 <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh. That is. I don't want to have. I don't want to cry this morning. You guys got to get on the bus. You guys got to go. We'll talk about these later. Whoa, oh. Look at her. Cool. Okay. Look at her. Thing, and I had to go down. I had to look yeah. um, down. Yeah. She's on Liam. Hurry up. The purple lady. I'm like, uh, she's from something else. She's not from Charlotte. She is. She, I did. She was. I saw her. They're coming. They're coming. They're coming. All oh, right. Dang it. My shoes. Tie my shoes, please. Um, oh, I'll tie them, Liam. Okay. Wait, is the bus here? So we're still recording. Yeah, so that's Laura Dern, you guys. That purple lady. That's uh, Laura Dern. Right? Oh, wait, who's and, Laura Dern? Uh, Laura Dern is a new actress in, in The Last Jedi. Oh, cool. She looks super yeah. weird and pretty. Her name is Vice Admiral Amelyn Hol Holdo. A Vice, Vice Admiral, Admiral. Yeah. Amelyn Holdo? Amelyn. Amelyn Holdo. I like that name, Amelyn. Is that Poe? Oh, no, that's Benicio Del Toro. Who's Benicio Del Toro? DJ. We don't know who he is. Oh. He's a shifty newcomer. Oh. The shifty Must DJ. Must be on Finn and Rose's Adventure. Finn and Rose's Adventure. Maybe they have to go find him. Uh. Oh, oh my gosh, look at Kylo. Kylo. We really need to go, though. Good, no, hold good on, hold on, hold on. Is wait, there wait, any more? Wait. Is there any more? Oh. oh. Fast one with her helmet off. Oh. Hux. Oh my gosh. Ah, okay, awesome. Okay, 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 okay have a good day at school, guys. Bye. May the force be with you. May the force be with you. Oh, that was a close call. So it's just Al here. The kids are running out to the bus now. Getting on the bus. But just wanted to add this little bit. Oh, someone's ringing the doorbell. I don't know why. What? What's happening? It's my bus. My backpack is so light. Is there? Is my lunch in there? Yeah, your lunch is in there. Everything's in there. Everything's in there. Your lunch is all you need. Okay. Yeah. Bye. See ya. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, uh, that was Liam just making sure he had everything in his backpack. And uh, 
Oh, these are the these are the nice 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 couple minutes that I have home quiet in the morning after the kids leave and before I have to go to work and uh really looking forward to reading this article and there's probably a lot of really good information in there but uh for now we're just talk just talked about the photos and uh, I'm talking to myself in our living room uh I'm back on this photo of Carrie Fisher and Mark Hamill now and looking at it again. And uh, that is one for the ages. That is um, <laughs> I bet Mark Hamill is very happy that he has uh, that picture because that is Um, really, really sweet. And I bet Billy Lord is also very, uh, I don't know, just to be able to have something like that, you know, to, to keep with you as a memory of, of your deceased friend or parent is, is something that I, I think, I don't know, you know, Annie Leibovitz didn't know what she was doing at the time, but it almost seemed like she did. Uh, in hindsight, like I know she couldn't have, but that's, it's amazing. Uh, all right. Well, I just wanted to get this little, little recording out before the episode gets out. Uh, but we'll be talking about, uh, these things more. And I know the kids really want to name all of these people at this, uh, at this gala or ball or funeral, uh, or whatever it is, but uh, a lot of old, a lot of old women and interesting hairdos. <laughs> uh, what a what a couple of photos there! What a shift from Moscanata's castle to these you know, grungy old pirates and scoundrels to these. I don't know. I mean, even when we were on Coruscant in the in the prequels, we didn't see. It didn't look like this. Uh, it's very black and white motif, which makes me think it it probably is a funeral or uh, probably a funeral because there's more black than white. Uh, again, a casino. You were wrong, Al. You should have read the caption in most of these costumes, but and that's something also that we just we don't see a lot of. A lot of these suits, you know, you could, you could wear to an actual, uh, an actual event here on earth, you know, uh, you couldn't get away with the hairdos, but anyway, I got to get ready to go to work. So, uh, thank you for, for listening to this little detour and we're going to get back into the episode, uh, right now. So let's head on over to the news. All right, so a couple new comics have been announced. Uh, a five-issue miniseries, Star Wars, Jedi of the Republic, Mace Windu. Oh, I and, bet uh, you wish that it's going to be that he's going to turn into Snoke. It's, it's, in the, it's in the little description here. Listen. So it says, for over a thousand generations, the Jedi have been the peacekeepers of the galaxy. But now, at the dawn of the Clone Wars, they find themselves in a new role. 
generals in the Army of the Republic. As Mace Windu, one of the Jedi's greatest warriors, leads a small unit of Jedi into battle shortly after the war begins, the Jedi must make peace with their new role or be lost to the violence around them. Witness the birth of Mace Windu's long path toward becoming Supreme Leader Snoke. Can it you believe it? It doesn't say that last sentence. Can you believe it? I'm looking at it. <laughs> it says on the show notes. It doesn't say that last sentence. I cannot believe it. It doesn't say that last sentence. It doesn't say it. I cannot believe that they're finally going to reveal Literally how Mace Windu becomes Snoke. He doesn't. That, th- there's no sentence for that. There's no sentence. I think it's implied. I think it's implied. I think if you read between the lines, uh, and if you like pull uh, certain letters out of certain words and put them together, it smell it spells Snoke. Wow, <laughs> Daddy. So, so yeah, so there's oh yeah, a, there's probably an S and an N <laughs> yeah. and an O and a K and an E, yeah. but that doesn't mean that he's Snoke. <laughs> that, that just because it says Snoke in there doesn't mean he's Snoke. <sighs> well, we'll see. Yeah, Time will Daddy. tell. Time will tell. Oh, oh my gosh, honestly, no. if I am right, if I end up being right, I'm going to rub it in your faces so hard. You're not right, Daddy. I'm going to say, I told you so from day one. But you were from, joking. From from minutes after The Force Awakens ended, what did I say? Mace Windu is Mace Windu is Snoke. I am going to gloat so hard. And I'm going to be like, oh my gosh, I can't <laughs> believe Mace Windu is Snoke. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so it's pretty cool cover image. It's very. Uh, it's before he gets blown out of the window. He yes, doesn't but it's, die. it's the seeds of Snoke are planted in this comic. Oh my gosh! Why would okay. he fight Palpatine? That okay. possible it, that he might actually be Snoke, Anna? I'm not joking. It might. Be uh, no, it, no. There is a chance. There is a chance. Okay. Like a ninety-nine percent <laughs> chance. No. Sure. Or a one percent chance. That would have been easier. One percent chance that there is. Yes. <laughs> yes. So StarWars.com has this cover image of issue one of Mace force pushing all these battle droids, and it's so Clone Wars. It's so, it is so kind Clone of Wars. a. It's it's the Clone Wars, like the the or not the Clone Wars, but Clone Wars, the animated series, right? Where there's Mace Windu versus this whole army of droids. Remember that the the cartoon? Oh yeah, uh, Clone Wars. You know that's what this reminds me of. Like, are we going to see him punching super battle droids so hard that they like disintegrate? So the other comic series, actually, it's not a series; it's a one shot, a forty page comic. That's coming out. A single Only issue. 40 pages? 40 is good for a single issue. 40 is big. It's kind of like the uh, the C-3PO comic that we're, we're, you know, explains how he got the red arm. Oh, like that uh, Yeah, that was cool. This comic is Star Wars Rogue One, Cassian, and K2SO. And uh, oh, yeah. it's going to reveal how Cassian, one of the top intelligence officers of the Rebel Alliance, met K2SO and... A reprogrammed Imperial security droid. Oh, which, wait, is it a comic? Which means it's that he didn't reprogram him. Yeah, it makes it seem like he didn't reprogram But didn't... It, he said that he did, right? Yeah. I think yeah, he I think he did. I think this 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 is just, you know, whatever. This is... Someone wrote this to... Make it seem like... You it. know, make you want to read it. But I, I just... It, it's marketing copy, you know. It's, it's not... Unless... Unless we wait, misunderstood so and he didn't reprogram him. Yeah. 
Is it a comic book? It's a comic book, but it's a single comic book. Just one issue. Okay, so yep. it's a graphic novel, basically. It's 40 pages long. Okay. Graphic okay. novel is just a fancy name for a long comic book, you know? I mean, you know, those those graphic novels that you guys read, they're, they're comic books. They're comics. But, you know, people call some things graphic novels. Usually they call, like, superhero comics comics comic books. Um, so we have issues, and that is a single issue. And this is a single issue. But it's a one-shot, which means it'll be... It's not part of a series. Okay? It's a one-shot issue. Mm-hmm. And we also have... And we're just going to do comic terminology here, okay? We also have uh, trade paperbacks. Now, trade paperbacks are what they call when they put, like, five issues into one book. And and you can buy them, you know, there might be, like, a, like, the, like the Darth Vader comic has, I think, four or five trade paperbacks. Even though it has 25 or 30 issues, right? 20 issues, I think. Um, so, there's issues... There's trade paperbacks, and then sometimes there's volumes, right? So there might be volume one, and that might be like 25 issues in one big hardcover volume, right? So that's kind of with comics, where there are issues, like monthly issues. Those are what those words mean, okay? Uh-huh. All right, so this is a one-shot, single issue. 40 pages. Looking forward to it. Should be cool. Might have some ties to Rebels, which would be pretty awesome. I think it's possible that we're going to see Cassie in, in season four of Rebels. So. Very awesome. Could be cool. All right. Well, let's. that's it for news. I mean, there's probably other little things here and there, but, you know, that's that's what I wanted to talk about when it came to the news. So let's head on over to canon news. So for canon news today, we actually are going to start with a voicemail from Ian, uh, and that he's going to kind of give us our canon news topic. Hi, it's Ian. I just finished the Rogue One novelization, and in the book it makes it seem like Bays and Chirrut are gay, and I was wondering if you thought so. Bye. All right, well, thank you so much for that voicemail, Ian, and uh, I think a lot of people in, in, uh, in fandom... I know that there's a lot of people I follow on Twitter who, like, as Rogue One was coming out, before it came out, uh, a lot of people were shipping Baze and Chirrut. And shipping means... uh, Saying, like, uh, they would go good together. I think they like each other. They would be good for each other. Exactly, yeah. Or or that they are together, right? Yeah. Like, in my mind, right? Um, (laughs) And and the word shipping comes from relationship, right? Ship at the end of relationship. Mm-hmm. So you're shipping them here, making them in a relationship. You may be writing fan fiction about them being in a relationship. Okay. So, uh, so that was a pretty common thing. And, uh, a lot of people were sort of, you know, I don't think people really expected rogue one to like come out and say that they are a couple, but I think if you just watch the movie, you could think that I think that you could definitely think these two, have a, a loving relationship, and it may or may not be romantic. There's no indication either way, I don't think, in the movie. Yeah. Well, I think it's for sure that they have a loving relationship. I did. Right. I just don't know if it's romantic. Right, right. Maybe and and I kind of, I wanted them to go there. I wanted them to, like, confirm that it was that in the movie. And I wanted them to in the novel, too. But I don't think they do in the novel, either. And I actually, I'm you know, this voicemail made me go back and... 
And uh, so I have the novel on our Nook, and you can go and search, right? So it's kind of easy for me to go back and search for basically every part of the book that has Bayes and Chirrut in it and and search through the book that way. Um, so I did that, and I kind of I took some screenshots and stuff. So I think, you know, let's let's read those, and then we can, you know, talk about whether or not the book confirms or, or denies that they're in a romantic relationship. So it says uh, about... Uh, Chirut or Chirut, Chirut. Sometimes people say, I say Chirut, but some people say Chirut, which is, I think, maybe the correct way to say it, but I still say Chirut. And because it's Star Wars, a lot of times there's more than one way to pronounce a word, like Jakku or Jakku, or Han or Han or Leia or Leah. You know, you get the drill. Uh, so, so Chirut uh, or Chirut. It says, but the blind man, once brother to Bayes among the guardians of the wills, and now the fool Bayes was cursed to entertain, started forward again. So it's saying that Chirrut and Bayes were once brothers among the guardians of the wills. That probably just meant that they both belonged to the organization. And now Bayes considers Chirrut to be the fool that he is cursed to entertain. So... You know, I think maybe that's Bayes just kind of being a grumpy Gus in his head, right? He's just like, oh, I got to stick with this guy, you know. Kind of how Bayes thinks, you know, kind of oh, how he is acts, this right? like from the novel this of the... Rogue One novelization. Yeah, novel. Yep, okay. yep. Uh, and then uh, Chirrut says, I don't need luck, I have you, right? Which is from when they're on Edu, right? Mm-hmm. In, in another instance... Uh, it says uh, he followed his brother into the storm of an alien world, right? So Bayes follows Chirrut into this storm. Uh, his brother, it says, right? Well, so I think maybe, that you know, it doesn't say yeah. his lover. Uh, usually you don't consider your partner to be your, your brother if you're romantically involved with them. But uh, but let's, let's read on here. And this is really uh, just a great passage anyway. So I'll just read the whole thing. Uh, this is when Chirrut is dying. He was dying, of course. He felt Baze's heavy, familiar tread pound the ground, smelled his brother's sweat as he leaned close. He wanted to say, Baze, my eyes, I can't see. <laughs> but Baze Malbus had always needed comfort more than humor. Chirrut, Baze murmured. Don't go, don't go, I'm here. He wondered for a moment how Baze has, had crossed the battlefield to reach him, but of course, the Force had reunited them before the end. Baze's calloused fingers rubbed life into the back of Chirrut's hand. It's okay, Chirrut said. It's okay, look for the Force, and you will always find me. He tried to smile, but he was no longer sure he could. The words of the chant echoed in Chirrut Imwe's heart once more before he died. I am one with the Force, and the Force is with me. So, that's really sweet, and very touching, and Mm -hmm. sad, and it's obvious that they love each other, right? Yeah, but I don't think, I think it's in a brotherly way, because they keep on saying brother. Right, I I don't think they love each other in in a romantic way. I mean, I hope, it would be cool if it was like that, but I don't think it is. Yep. And then uh, when when Baze is firing against all the troopers, he said he advanced on the men and women who had taken his past, his home, his friend, his hope, his faith. But he did not stray far from Chirrut. He had nowhere to go. He would not leave Chirrut now. So, 
in that in that passage it says his friend so i i don't know uh i have not read so that's what we that's what i kind of i got from the the rogue one novelization so just from that i would say they're really really good friends to the point of feeling like brothers and there's a deep connection between them that That's is that is romantic. love that is love but not but not, not in a love. in a romantic uh, love yes so i have not read guardian of the wills yet guardians of the wills which is that book about bays and chirrut uh i think but i so so i don't know maybe there's something in there that i just don't know but i don't think so i think i would have heard about it because like i said i'm on twitter and people want it to be the case they want them to be a couple uh but I and think the, people will be like, oh my god, Bryce, confirmed, a right? Birit confirmed, right? Huh, <laughs> Birit confirmed. <laughs> I don't know. Do people actually do I don't that, know. or do they do uh, It's chaise. probably Chirays. I think Chirays would be a better, yeah, that would be a, a better couple name. Anyway, I think that the evidence so far suggests that they're, you know, really close. Uh, and that they love each other. Uh, so... But I, 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 but I really do wish that they, but I, I wish it was different and I wish that they were romantically involved because I think there's a lot of people out there who, you know, do not see themselves represented on the Star Wars screen, you know, right. in a TV show or in the movies yet. I'm hoping this is coming soon, right? Uh, we need, you people know, different characters. We need gay characters. We need lesbian characters. We need disabled characters. We need characters who... Our transgender. Wait, hasn't there we already need... been like a disabled character. Well, I guess yeah. Klee Lars yeah. was in like a hovering wheelchair. Yeah, but we need more, right? I mean, right. you know, uh, yeah. And actually, I guess you know, uh, Chirrut is blind. So. It's... Yep. But uh, yeah, so I think it's fine to say that it that it's headcanon, though. You know, if you if 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 we if you want them to be a couple, make them a couple in your head. I think it totally works to make it headcanon, you know? Uh-huh. So, we could call this the headcanon news. And headcanon news song! <laughs> right. Headcanon news song! Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and just say they're a couple. But yeah, but thanks again, Ian, for that. And, uh, you know, if you if you want to argue your 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 side, uh, by all means, you know, uh, let us know if, if there's something I missed. That... And maybe why, why, you think, right. why you think that. Sure, sure, yeah. And maybe you know. if you produce the evidence, oh. maybe we'll think so too. Right, exactly. So, uh, and you know, I think Send us uh, another thing. I think Ian may may uh, may listen to the audiobooks. It's possible, you know, the way the audiobook is is produced, and maybe like the music that's that's playing when it's Bays and Chirrut talking. You know, what if it was like Across the Stars or something? You know, like the love song from Attack of the Clones. Right. What if, like, you know, I'm just saying, like, it's possible that. In the audiobook, it, it the way they talk to each other makes it seem more like it feels more like they're a, mm-hmm. a romantic couple, you know. So it's possible that that uh, that that would be the evidence that he would point to. I'm not sure, but uh, yeah. Thanks again for the voicemail, and we we love them. Keep them coming. Obviously, they they you know give us fodder for great conversations. So so uh, anyone else too uh, Ian left that voicemail on Speakpipe so you could just go to speakpipe.com slash children of the force and leave your own question and uh, you know we'll we'll talk about it on the show like we talked about Ian's question so 
All right, well, let's let's talk about celebration again, kids. Yay! <laughs> All right, so kind of the last main section about celebration that I wanted to talk about with you kids was what we learned about video games. And and the big news out of Celebration was all about Battlefront 2, pretty much. So we're going to talk about Battlefront 2. We already kind of talked a little bit about the fact that it's going to be a story, and it's going to, uh, and also like the multiplayer part of it at least, is going to span all the eras, so you can play as Darth Maul, you can play as Rey, right? Oh, I'm going to play as Rey. Right. I'm going to play as Kylo. Wait, there's Darth Maul, right? Yeah. I'm going to play Star Small. Okay. So we're going to look at the Battlefront website to, to talk about this because it's such an awesome website. It's so good. Uh, so the EA Battlefront website, uh, if you haven't seen it yet, you should go. And uh, just like the very front page, what does it show us? It shows us a big battle happening on Yavin. So that happens, I guess, in the game. Okay. <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's going to be part of the, the story or if it's just going to be a setting to have multiplayer battles on. I don't know. Who knows? They could maybe go back to Yavin. I think the Rebellion has some sort of presence on Yavin because remember that's that's where Poe's uh, mom and dad lived mm-hmm. during the time of the Force Return tree. of the Jedi. And there is a Force... Ah, Anna. There is a Force tree on... Maybe that's why they're there. Maybe the Empire wants oh to steal the Force Tree before they leave the galaxy to I become the First Order. I can't believe I remembered that. <laughs> Good point. I totally forgot about that. I was, if I were them, I would shovel it up, I would throw it in the air, and I would slice it oh. to make it look cool. Oh, the, if you were the Empire? Yeah. You'd destroy the Force Tree? Yeah. Mm. Gotcha. They want the Force Tree for themselves. So. <laughs> in the story yeah. mode, yeah. you can be the Rebellion, too, fighting against the Empire, right? Nope. Just the Empire? Just the Empire. So in single player mode, okay. you forge a new path as Aiden Versio, commander oh. of Inferno Squad. Oh. Seven sister. Oh yeah, so Aiden Versio, she's part of Inferno Squad, and Inferno Squad has these same type of seventh droids sister. that the Seventh Sister seventh has. Sister yeah. Droids. I love these Those things. are little, uh, I can't remember what those are called, but yeah, they're like miniature probe droids. There's a name for them. I can't remember what they're called, but we see them on Rebels. Uh, the Seventh Sister has them. And uh, yeah, I guess that's something that certain members of Inferno Squad uh, get to carry too, which is super cool. So, oh my gosh, you might get to use those as one of your uh, special moves. Maybe, maybe. So Inferno Squad is an Imperial Special Forces unit equally lethal on the ground and in space. So, oh, and then it says you get to encounter many of Star Wars' greatest characters in a story of revenge, betrayal, and redemption that spans 30 years. Whoa. So this story is going to be 30 years. So it's going to start at, I'm assuming, Return of the Jedi, although it could start before. How long do you think it'll take? Like how many hours of play? Yeah. I'm not sure. That's a good question. That's a question that your uncle was wondering. Are we going to buy he, it? We are going to buy it, yes. Can uh, we pre-order it? We will pre-order it, yes. <laughs> you, you can tap that I could, button. I could do it right now. Right I know, now. I know. I haven't done it yet, but I will. <laughs> um, yeah, so so that was a question that your uncle had, because he, he has Battlefront, but he really wanted a story mode. And now that he knows there's going to be one, he wants to know that he could sit and play it for 20 hours. And not reach the end of it. If it's only like a like a five hour single player campaign, 
you know, and it's just enough to kind of get you used to the controls or something, you know, and it's not like this huge story, then he doesn't want to, he doesn't want to buy it. But Matt, Matt. Yeah. So, uh, but I think it's going to be long. Cause I mean, they, they've put a lot of thought into this and I think they, I think they're going to give us a really good story. Um, so Inferno Wait, Squad, what oh. if, if it's, could you like pause it and play it another time? Well, I think you'll, you'll play it. It's like a level, right? Oh, so right. you complete the level, right? Uh-huh. And then and then something happens, and then there's the yeah. Next if level. it's just like five hours and there's like <laughs> levels, I yeah. would not like that. But if it was like twenty hours and uh-huh. it was levels, right. that would be better. Yes, and of course there's going to be like movies, little movies between the levels. Oh, nice. To show you more of the story and stuff. Oh, maybe like five minutes or two minutes or something, you know? Are you so, just going to go down? Like yeah, we're going to go through this whole website. Um, so so Inferno Squad, the novel that's coming out, that's going to take place right after A New Hope. And Aiden Versio is going to be in that book. Uh, I'm not sure if she's going to be the commander of Inferno Squad at that point, but she's in Inferno Squad at least. Um, and, you know, that book is about them hunting down what's left of Sagarera's crew to try to figure out, you know, how, how they got the plans and, oh, and also, well, no, Saw's going to be dead. Saw died in Rogue One, but you know, there's still so some partisans left. After Rogue One, when oh, does this take place? Sure. Well, this, this, most of this story of Battlefront 2 is taking place in between Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens. Okay. It's that 30 year span. Okay. okay, but it's possible they'll have like a little bit, uh, like maybe the first level will take place right after A New Hope. I don't know. So d- they did say that Luke and Kylo are both going to be uh, characters that you get to be in single player mode. Wait, like so, seven, like as Force part Awakens? as what Luke Force Awakens Luke? No, I don't know. I have no idea. Right. So, but you will be a, be them at some point in this story. So. I wonder if it's going to be like the Force Unleashed, which is you know a pretty old video game now, um, where like the first which level. I want to play. Yeah, it's we should play that. Like. The first level of that game of the first Force Unleashed, you are Vader, and then you're Star Killer after that, right? So, but first you're Vader, so maybe you'll get to be Luke in like one level, you know, and then it'll be Aiden Versio's story, and then maybe you'll get to be Kylo in one level, right? Who knows? Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure what, exactly what that means. That would be cool. Yeah. So that's the single player mode. It's going to be a big story. And they talked about this story at Celebration. And Aiden Versio is the daughter of an admiral. She's from the planet named Vardos. And Aiden Versio's father brought Vardos into the Empire. And Vardos is a peaceful planet that willingly joined the Empire. They wanted to join the Empire. Can you search And they... Um, whatever the name Vardos? is. Vardos? Vardos on Safari. See if it's on Wikipedia? Yeah. Uh, I th- I'm pretty sure it's a new planet name for Battlefront 2. But we could do that after the show, yeah. Uh, right, so they... But they peacefully joined... They joined the Empire. There's no slavery on Vardos. There's no... You know, stormtroopers locking people up on Vardos. It's just a planet that joined the Empire. And as far as they know, the Empire is a good thing and that's it. The Empire gives them supplies. They give the Empire some of their supplies. I mean, it's, it's, they're just part of the Empire. And everything goes well for them. So when the Rebellion, you know, blows up the second Death Star and liberates the galaxy from the Empire, what do they do to Vardos? Vardos doesn't want to be liberated from the Empire. Vardos is a willing member of the Empire. 
So how do you liberate a planet that doesn't want to be liberated? You know, how do you kick the empire off that planet if all of the citizens on that planet want them there too? All the citizens? Show them what the empire do. Show them what what they're doing. Show them how Mm. they be mean to everyone. Sure. Tell them what the empire does. Like what they're bad at. Interesting. Sure, sure. That's that's very logical. That makes sense. I know. So it makes yeah. Total sense. <laughs> I, I wonder... So why can't they just do that? <laughs> well, who knows, right? And maybe they'll say, that's fake news. That's not real. You're making that up. Mm. We know the Empire, and the Empire is nice. They could... Um, when the Empire is going on a mission, they could, like, a mission to do something mean to someone else. Like, when it's not a battle, just do something mean to someone. Um... They w- the rebellion would sneak up behind the empire and take a lot of the citizens along with, <laughs> and then they would show them what they were doing, and they would bring them back, and then the, the citizens would tell all the other mm. citizens, and then everyone would believe them, and then it would be like, we demand freedom, we demand freedom. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, maybe. Who knows? Who knows how they'll do it, or if they'll do it at all. But I wonder what it says kind of about us as a culture that we're starting to explore the other side, you know, like we get Finn as a stormtrooper who, you know, doesn't want to be a part of a stormtrooper anymore, but you kind of see it from his point of view, right? Right. And, also, and Lost Stars does a really good job of Yeah, that. Lost Stars does a good job of, of showing you how people could be fooled by the Empire or even, yeah, I think they're fooled, uh, but... You know, they legitimately think the Empire is a good thing. But, I mean, this game, I mean, you're playing as the Empire. You know, that's, I don't know. I, I still get a little squirmy about that idea that I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to be an Imperial fighting rebels in this story. And, yeah, I don't know. Not sure I want to be. Daddy, you do that all the time in Battlefront. <laughs> yeah, I know, but it's just a multiplayer match. It's not like a big long story that I'm invested in and stuff. So, eh, I don't know. It's just kind of weird. That's all. All right. So, on this website, it also talks about the uh, expanded multiplayer. So, you know, it's going to have the big multiplayer battles like Battlefront does. Uh but it's not going to it's going to be a little more complex. It's going to be there's going to be classes, right? So you could be a, you can pick. You can be a sniper. You can be a rocket launcher, you know, guy. Or you could be, uh, you know, sort of like uh, like the way Overwatch works, Liam. Where you could be a healer. You can be someone who who gets to drop down, uh, you know, packs of medicine for other troops. I mean, you'll still have a blaster, you know, but you have like this specialty, right? So it's the 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 way the multiplayer is going to work. It's going to be way more complex. And then also, you'll be able to... Could you be, like, just, um, uh... Infantry? Gun sure, person? just an infantry person, just yeah. Walk, yep. Just, you can just walk up and you have a regular yeah, gun? Yeah, sure, yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, but, so, you know... And there's more maps. Oh, yeah, and they'll be totally different. It's not gonna be the same at all. Totally different maps. Yep. And you'll be able to level up your individual, you know, characters. So, like, if you are... Uh, you know, a sniper character or something, right? You'll be able to level up that character. And then you'd level up, you know, this other character. So it's not all... It doesn't all go toward the, you know, same thing. I don't know. 
So that's, that's a little more complicated. I'm not sure if I really like that. I think that if we play it enough, it'll make sense to us. But I know Battlefield is that way, and it just confuses me. Uh, which, to the point of me not really playing it that much, because I just don't really understand... I don't want to get. I don't want to have to take the time to understand how but to be a medic. But you want to take the time to understand this. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's Star Wars. Star Wars. And I, I might just instinctually understand it better already because, because it's, it's Star, Star Wars. Wars. Yeah. And then you'll which be able to play the other because, thing. Yeah, maybe the other thing, which is based on this. which is based on World War One, which is a thing that actually happened, and I should I should know way more about, but I don't. Uh, there's going to be space battles, of course. Uh, characters from every era in multiplayer. Nice. Which is going to be pretty cool. Uh, Can't like to... Padme or something. I hope so. I hope so. Uh, there's going to be split screen co-op, which is something I have wanted for so long. What? So you know how like what we can it? so we can both play on a split screen, and we're playing a multiplayer level against other people, you know, online, but we're playing together. That's what we wanted the whole time, That's right? That's what we wanted. I know. So now we don't have to pass the controller back and forth. You know, when I die, I pass the controller to you, <laughs> vice versa. So that's pretty cool. Pretty happy about that. And here is a pre-order bonus. Get special in-game rewards and the chance to dive in before the game is released worldwide when you pre-order Star Wars Battlefront 2. And these are movie production stills, not actual in-game images. So there's a still of Kylo Ren and a still of Rey in a costume we have not seen until right now. I like her hair. Yeah. And that. It's yeah. like no, we've seen Rey in that costume. No, no, no. That's with that big belt around her waist and so that's that's different and what's like different with the, kylo over her shoulders like spit over her shoulders well kylo what? has the scar and not a mask basically so that tells me that maybe he actually won't have a mask in this in the last jedi who knows so yeah so we're going to be pre-ordering this uh but i'm not going to pre-order it right now <laughs> so one thing about this trailer which I'll also put up on the website. You know, there's a big trailer for Battlefront 2. But there's this shot of Aiden Versio getting orders from a sentinel. Like we What's saw. A sentinel? So we saw a sentinel in Shattered Empire. And a sentinel is this kind of, kind of looks like a crimson guard, but uh, instead of the Can regular. Watch the Battlefront on the show? The trailer? No, we'll watch it after. But uh, kind of looks like a, like a big red cloaked you know, being, but it's actually a robot droid and the head is black, but it's actually a screen. So the Sentinel is taking the place of the emperor. So after the emperor dies, he sends out these Sentinels to enforce his will anyway, even though he's dead. So he made these recordings, I guess. Right. And in like in shattered empire, the recording that he made was to tell this captain to, uh, do uh, Project Cinder, right? Remember what Operation Cinder is to begin at once. And Operation Cinder was this plan to basically destroy the planets or, or you know, make them, make them suffer. The planets that opposed the Empire, right? Or the planets that had anything to do with the downfall of the Empire. So we see them trying to do that to Naboo, remember? Uh-huh. I see that Admiral... 
in yeah. the um in yeah. the comic yeah. thing, he's like, "Yes, sir," and he's standing up all straight. Mm-hmm. But the emperor's not there, so he could be like, "Uh huh, got it." Hurry up with the dude, <laughs> and he wouldn't even know. Um, he wouldn't die. That's possible. There might be some sort of artificial intelligence in these things where, like, the um, emperor kind of, you know, programmed them to respond to how the people are acting. Maybe. I don't know. Not sure. So, anyway, so that's that's the comic. But in this, in this trailer, we see one of these... Look at that. I mean, there it is. I'll have these images up on the website. Uh, that looks realistic. But that's it. That's... That's a little video from Battlefront 2, and we see Aiden Versio getting an orders from a Sentinel, which is super cool. cool. Yeah, love that. Love it when it all connects. Me too. Yeah. Especially in the real world. <laughs> so, like there's yes. things like, oh, you know her too? That's crazy. I mean, oh. other friend knows her too. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's all right, but it's better when it happens in Star Wars. Okay. All right, so... I'm <laughs> joking. Okay, so, yeah. So, I Battlefront know. 2. This is coming out November 17th. We'll pre-order it, so we'll get it, like, three days earlier than that. But, uh, yeah. So, that's, like, the big video game news. I was thinking we'd get some other video game news, because we did not hear anything about the other video games that we know are coming. Uh, we saw a video, what, six months ago? Uh, about, like, upcoming video games. And the company Respawn was working on something that involved lightsabers. They said, we'll be making a third-person action-adventure game set in the Star Wars universe. So we know that they're working on something that that is has lightsabers in it. Visceral Games is working on that one that we saw. Remember we saw that short video of someone exiting the cantina on oh, Tatooine? And there's that. Imperial flags hanging. That and that's cool. And that's supposed to be like a big story game too, you know, because Visceral Games, they make big story games, you know? So so we go from no new actual story in Star Wars video games to like these three new games that are all going to tell probably big stories, which is awesome. So as far as news from Star Wars Celebration goes, that's about it. Um, I think we have one more episode of Celebration Recap, though, because there's like certain things that were said that I kind of wanted to highlight and talk about that I thought were either really funny or, or awesome, I think. I don't know. It's been so long since I've <laughs> since I've watched these videos that uh, I've almost forgotten. But, but I think it's important to, to talk about some of these things that people said that I really agree with and think are good points. So... Uh, you know, and then we'll have little clips from the videos and stuff like that. And that'll probably be in a couple weeks at the very least. So, but, uh, you know, some other things that came out were, uh, that the t-shirt cannon that they were shooting at Star Wars Celebration is cannon, which was fun. Uh, Pablo Hidalgo made that cannon, cannon. And we didn't hear anything about the Han Solo movie, which was kind of weird. We kind of thought we would. Uh, We did not hear anything about the third standalone movie. But Kathleen Kennedy did tell MTV that that we should get some news about that third standalone movie over the summer. So maybe we'll get that at San Diego Comic-Con in July. Maybe, Maybe. Possibly. So, who knows? All right, well, before we go, let's go have a joke. (laughs) Laugh it up, fuzzball. 
All right, our jokes today are from Chris from Star Wars Kidscast. Thank you, Chris. It's been a while. Not that long. It's been a while. <laughs> All right. What were Bays and Chirrut's... Oh, this is nice. It's like a Bays and Chirrut episode. I think I might just call this episode Bays and Chirrut. Uh, what were Bays and Chirrut called when they worked at a pharmacy? I don't know. Guardians of the Pills. <laughs> what were Bays and Chirrut called when they worked as accountants? <laughs> as accountants. Um, Guardians of the something? <laughs> Guardians of the Bills. <laughs> What were Bays and Chirrut called when they worked as fishermen? Guardians of the Gills. You got it, Anna. <laughs> nice. What were Bays and Chirrut called when they worked at a haunted house? Guardians. Oh, I, I know this one, but I don't want to give it away. Guardians of the Chill. Knew it! Nice. <laughs> what were Bays and Chirrut called when they worked at a pickle factory? Um, I saw this one, but I'm not going to answer it. <laughs> Liam, any guesses? Pickles? No. Pickles? What kind of pickles do we usually eat? Green? Guardian of the Dills. <laughs> <laughs> Dill pickles, did oh. it? Was that the last one? Yes. Oh, man. Oh. Is that the last one? I knew those two. Lordy. I saw that one. Mm. All right. Well, I think that's it. Thanks again, Chris, for those jokes. And thank you, everyone, for listening to episode 71 of Children of the Force. And as always, thank you to those who support us over on patreon.com slash children of the force. We really, really appreciate it. And if you'd like to reach out to us online, you can contact us via Twitter. At Force Children. On Facebook, we are... Children of the Force! Our email is... ForceChildren at gmail.com Our website is... www.childrenofforce.com and head on over to speakpipe.com speakpipe speakpipe.com slash children of the force to leave us a voicemail that we will almost positively play on the show and finally please leave us a review on iTunes just leave it on iTunes even if you listen somewhere else that'd be awesome click on a star but also write something that would be so cool and it would also make it easier for more people to find us which uh, which we like. <laughs> so we would like it if we did that and if that happened. Yeah. So thanks for that. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. So for Children of the Force, I'm Al. I'm Anna. I'm Liam. And may the Force be with you.